0: I thought I was lost, but then I realized I was on an adventure finding myself. Do you know an organization that is looking for a keynote speaker, retreat speaker, or workshop host? You can contact me at meredithsiggett at gmail.com for more information. I am currently booking speaking engagements for 2022. Welcome back to the Finding Myself Podcast. I am Meredith Sigget, your host here at this podcast. So I am so happy to sit down on the mic with you today. Today is just a day that it's me on the mic, which I love to do at times. It just is something that brings me joy. It makes me think about the people who might be hearing this. But it's also an opportunity for me to clarify some of my thoughts and my feelings. So thank you for giving me this opportunity to do it. I do get a little goofy sometimes when it's me on the mic because I, I guess I live my inner child who wants to get on a microphone and do crazy things. So I wish you guys could see what I do to prepare to be on the mic, what I do right before I hit the record button, or I guess sometimes when I'm doing my sound checks. I do get a little bit zany or crazy, uh, but it's all in good fun, right? Right? good fun. Maybe one day I'll record myself or I'll record an episode live so you can see how crazy it gets. So today's episode is something that's near and dear to my heart. But before I get into that, I just thought I'd give you guys an update on what's going on with me. I know I've talked about some different things since I started back with what I'm calling this second season. And I just wanted to give you an update on how things are going. So burnout recovery. Oh, man, I'm going to tell you, it's not easy. I don't feel like I have recovered fully yet. And in all honesty, I'm not sure I will. I, and I say that because I'm more cognizant of what I'm doing to my body, what I'm doing to my mind, and what I'm doing to my soul. So I think going through this burnout really changed me on who I am and how I am. And I think it changed me for the better. I am fearful of going back to that burnout stage, uh, but it is that fear that's keeping me on the right track to do what I need to do, what's best for me. So I don't see it as a bad fear. I see it as a natural consequence to these crazy things that one i can put myself through because i'm honest with that a lot of of this is what i'm doing to myself or allowing my me to do i don't know that came out a little weird but i'm allowing things to happen to me and i need to be more protective of of myself as we've talked about those better boundaries, um, so that that fear, I think, is is that natural response to what is going on, and it is the my body signal of saying, "Hey, you're approaching the danger zone. You know what that feels like. You don't want to go back there. So make the good choices, make the good decisions, do what you need to do to keep yourself healthy." So I'm I'm looking that at looking at that as actually a positive. The burnout, though, really has been something that I have had to really reflect on and really think about how I am responding to situations, how I am feeling about things. And really, when I mean that, there's that surface, you know, how are you feeling today? And you say it but the burnout came from a area of where it wasn't a surface feeling it is these feelings that are are deep inside that are very um gosh they're just they're they're under the surface they're not those easily recognizable feelings but trying to understand what situations are making you feel inherently um, unspoken, what your body is feeling. Uh, Because as I've talked about, the stress that I was having was coming out in so many directions. And I thought I was taking care of the stress I was having, but it really was stress that was being uh, metabolized, maybe that's a good word, metabolized by my body uh, without me knowing it. These meanings that my body was taking on that I wasn't conscious of. So I really needed to be more conscious of everything that is going on in my body feeling-wise. I really didn't acknowledge the pandemic for everything that it was doing to me. And again, I thought I was. I thought I was uh, recognizing everything, taking care of everything. But it rocked me to my core of safety and security. And I didn't realize that. I didn't realize how deep it went. So uh, this this burnout really, I think, is is helping me. And it's going to help me in the long run too. Because of it... I have looked into some other things, other ways of helping me out instead of staying necessarily mainstream or on the straight and narrow path, I have allowed myself to look beyond that to see what else is out there to assist me, which is helping me educate myself about what's really going on around me, within me, and in my thoughts and feelings. So, one of the things that I have been really working with is energy work. I know I talked with Dr. Anna Marie Frank about energy. Love that. I love my conversation with her. It was amazing. And I do feel like she came into my life at a time to push me forward in looking more into other ways of dealing with things. I started with a naturopathic doctor here in my area and I do feel like that is going really well on helping me medically so I'm very thankful for that. Uh, It's allowing me to see other ways to heal my body and do what's right for my body instead of just feeding it medicine and pills. Now, if you saw the the list of pills, medicines, and supplements I'm on, you would probably choke. Uh, but I'm I'm learning to use them different ways and use some less invasive ways of helping myself. So I, you know, I of course I have some more serious issues with health, so I need to take care of them. Uh, but I do see that I'm on a path where all of my medicines, all of the treatments will reduce as time goes on because I'm getting myself back to a place where I should be and can start from a better place of just building on that. With the energy work, I have had the opportunity to get trained in Reiki, which that I really see has added to my mental status, my soul status, Um, And to myself, really looking at my energy and protecting my energy. And I don't necessarily mean like the energy of whether I'm lethargic or full of energy. I also mean that positive and negative energy. What keeps me going? What motivates me? What drives me? Where's my healing energy? Where's the energy vampires out there who are trying to take from me? It is really amazing what I have learned, and I truly am hoping to get my Reiki master on the podcast to talk about this, because she is absolutely amazing. So I'm working with her to do that, Uh, but really going into an energy work or energy practice, I can see a difference in myself, and I can see a difference after I have done a Reiki practice on myself or meditated in that way. It's amazing actually. I am shocked by it. Meditation is something that I have done since I've been in high school. But looking at it differently and trying a few different things really has produced this feeling, this like light and I don't mean heavy light I mean like light and dark um, inside of me that radiates from me that I feel it that I feel the positivity I feel I mean I truly feel it it is it is pretty amazing so I'm so glad that I am finding the energy work is a positive thing for me I feel it is a way for me to be a positive energy in my environment and with people I become um, or I'm in contact with. So I am really finding some purpose and passion within that too. So pretty amazing. If you are into Reiki and want to talk to someone or if you're curious about it, please hit me up. It is something you know that I'm learning about. I will have another training session coming up shortly. So I'm just deepening my practice in Reiki and, and look to continue doing that because I think there's a lot of benefits. So please, if you know anything, if you've got some suggestions for me, you know, please let me know. I'd love to, to hear that. So part of the practice of me being positive and continuing this practice of positive energy and lifting things up is a practice of gratitude. And that's what this episode is about today. Gratitude is something that I have been practicing even before I knew what it was but I knew how it felt. I knew how it felt to me and I knew how it felt to the person that I was giving the gratitude to. So I purposely practice gratitude because I think it's so important. And I in my head I always thought that too many times people hear the negative and not enough times do they hear the positive. And I recognized that and always wanted to make sure that I was acknowledging positive things that happened if someone helped me out i wanted to thank them for that if something good happened because of someone else i wanted to acknowledge that and let them know i I saw it as a bit of a snowball effect that if i pushed the snowball down the hill and transferred that to someone else the energy would continue going and going and going if me being intentional with my practicing gratitude with someone else made them smile, most likely they would turn around and pass that on to someone else. That was my hope. I uh, I do think, and I'm still going to hope that that happens, and if that that's where my belief is, is that gratitude, positivity is really contagious. And if I can intentionally start that chain happening, I'm going to do it. Now, I'm not going to say this is all altruistic thinking here because, in all honesty, me pointing out the positive is really selfish. It's training my brain to think about the positive and to stay in the positive. Gratitude is a powerful catalyst for happiness. It's a spark that lights a fire of joy in your soul and that's by Amy Colette. Gratitude helps you focus on positive things that you have versus what you're lacking. There's a joy sense to it, and you guys know how connected I am with the word joy. If I can recognize the joy within me, the joy that I'm feeling, the joy that around me, that's around me, that's what I prefer. That's where I want to be, to see the joy in the world. And by doing all of this, it rewires your brain. It trains your brain to see the positives, which will help you have a happier and more positive mindset. Additionally, it helps you focus on the positive, the here and now, not what's going on in the future Not what happened in the past, but what is right in front of you. And and we know that's mindfulness. We know that there are so many benefits of being mindful. So this idea of gratitude really hits on so many different areas that we know are so positive to our well-being. But then also our culture and our society as a whole. That's what's awesome is what do we have control over in this world? We have control over us. And with that control, we can make changes. I do truly believe that. Just like I said, with the snowball effect of practicing that gratitude, I do believe that we have the opportunity to make positive changes in the world around us. So looking at some of the, I don't know, highlights of gratitude or statistics behind gratitude, because there are so many of them on why they are so purposeful to us as human beings. They say that practicing gratitude increases your happiness by 25%. That's been scientifically studied. How crazy is that? It's shown to lower your blood pressure and stabilize your heart rate, which also improves your immune system. We are all looking for ways to improve our immune system these days, so why not practice some gratitude? With that, it also assists you in sleeping, which I I don't know if I've actually mentioned that sleep has been a real issue for me in this last year. I take medications to sleep. I track my sleep because I have such issues. Uh, So sleeping better, of course, is something that would work for me, but would work for so many other people. If you're practicing gratitude, it's supposed to help you fall asleep faster. It's putting you in that calm, positive mindset, calming your body, calming your soul, calming your heart rate so that you can go to sleep. Practicing gratitude also increases your resiliency and helps you manage your stress. Now, this is an area that is really important to me. Resiliency is something that we all need. Resiliency is what's going to help me when those stressful times, those burnout situations come up, that I will be able to bounce back better, bounce back faster, that I will be able to, you know, take a hit, and come back stronger. Resiliency is something that we need to build during this time of a pandemic where things are changing so much. We know we're not out of the woods just yet. We're still on this pandemic path, and we need ways to help us stay strong. This is something that I find really important when working with my students at school, building that resiliency, building the coping skills to help them in the challenges that they will face. Now I'm just like my students, I'm going, to cha- I'm going to experience challenges and it's how I respond to those challenges is what's going to make things better or different. So practicing that gratitude just to help me increase that resiliency is something that's huge. Now, the gratitude is actually inducing a relaxation response. When we are feeding our mind with positivity, we are giving it good, rich food to grab onto. Our mind grabs onto that and our body responds to it. We all know that our thoughts induce our feelings, which influences our actions. So when we start with those thoughts and we make them intentional in a positive way, using a gratitude intentionally, you're going to see those feelings go along the same way with that. And then our actions are going to be there too. So I love how we can kind of combine all of these principles of psychology on one simple principle of practicing gratitude. Now continuing on with some of those benefits, obviously it makes sense that if we're practicing gratitude, we're going to increase our optimism and our hope. Oh, it's going to reduce those negative toxic thoughts. We're going to push those out. We're going to start seeing that those positive responses as we rewire our brain are going to be in the forefront instead of those negatives or we're going to have those counterpoints easier and faster than we ever have before where we're going to recognize that there is a challenge in front of us but boom we're going to come up with a positive right after that. Also, you're going to see that practicing gratitude increases your self-acceptance because you're pointing out those positives. Yes, I might be having a bad hair day, but guess what? It's my hair. Uh, You guys know that I have um, had my challenges with my hair and I have uh, worn a wig or hair pieces as a way to combat that. Um, and sometimes I have to remember with my own hair that yes, it might be a bad hair day, but it's my own hair and that's okay. I can smile at that. I can laugh at that and I can know that I am okay. You know, bad hair days come and go. Um, it's just part of life and and that's quite all right. I, I want to laugh at this because when we talk about something such as hair, it is so much a part of us and how we see ourselves. It is more important than we outwardly give credit to. We want to brush it off. We want to say it's just hair, but it really is more than that. It's how we see ourselves. And we need to try to have a healthy perspective on how we see ourselves and give ourselves grace and know that we are okay, even if. It isn't the way that we want it to be. We're okay. Now, I did come up with some ways to practice gratitude. You're always going to see a gratitude journal. Uh, that's a one of the most common ways to practice gratitude. So I wanted to come up with some different ways. In a throwback 25 meets 40, Courtney and I did talk about gratitude. We did talk about journal prompts and using them. If you are looking for some journal prompts or some inspiration in that way, I do encourage you to check out that episode or even just going on Pinterest or Googling gratitude journals. I have purchased uh, a gratitude journal that I have used I have looked at different gratitude prompts. I've done 30-day challenges. I do encourage you to check that out, but I wanted to highlight some of the other ones that might be easy for you to incorporate in your day or maybe just a little bit different so that it keeps your interest. One of the easiest things that you can do is verbalizing your appreciation. By recognizing in situations your appreciation for someone else, or the gratitude for the situation as a whole, or maybe the outcome of that situation. To be mindful of what's going on around you, with you, to you, in front of you, whatever that might be. Today I had the opportunity, I uh, was in a store, it was crazy in that store, but they kept the line moving, and all I did was, was let the people at the front know, you guys are doing a great job keeping this line moving. I've done that in drive throughs because you know how stressful it can be for the person who is manning a drive-thru. And to let them know, hey, you're doing a really good job getting the line, you know, line going. It brings a smile to their face, but you're recognizing what's going on and that they played a part in doing something really good. That's how simple it is, is just recognizing it. If you had a great meal at a restaurant, if someone gave you great service, or someone held the door for you, look them in the eyes and say, thank you for doing that. You're recognizing them. You're recognizing their part in the situation and acknowledging it. And I do like, I just want to say, as you're verbalizing that appreciation, to go the extra step is give that eye contact. I have found that to be so different when you are looking at someone in the eye. It means that you are taking that time to connect with them, not just in your words, but in your nonverbal body language. So do that. Make it a point when you say thank you to look at someone in the eye. If you're telling someone, have a great day, look them in the eye while saying it. It really makes a difference. Another thing that might help you in your practice of gratitude is to set an intention for the morning of what you're going to be possibly grateful for. So today, I am grateful that I am waking up without an alarm clock. I love being on break and I love not having an alarm clock. I don't know about you, but that alarm clock is a sound that I do not like. So if I can start my day without the alarm clock, it's amazing. And I'm telling you this and I'm smiling on my face. It brings joy to me to say, I didn't have to use the alarm clock today. It's amazing. But setting those intentions of saying, I am going to have a great day today. I am smiling from the inside out. And this is a day that I will be grateful for. Another strategy is meditating. Meditation can take different forms. It can be a two-minute meditation to a two-hour meditation. So you can make it what works for you for that day, that situation, that time that you have. I do encourage you to meditate. I have found so many positive things about meditation practices that I do for different reasons. So I encourage you to try it out for yourself. Now, meditating on these ideas, people, situations that you are grateful for is going to help you be in the moment, be present, and to be grateful, to express that gratitude that you have during your day or during that time of life that you have. So you might think about prompts such as, today I am thankful for, or my favorite part of the day was you may want to find that little thing in the day that brought you joy. The song that you heard on the radio, the conversation that you had with the person at the store, the customer service person on the phone who just did a great job talking you through a problem. Or it might be something as simple as the smile that you got from your child when you came to pick them up from school that day. Pointing out where that joy was and how your body felt in receiving that joy will really help you in the future to recognize it and appreciate it in that moment that it happens. But to meditate and bring that feeling back to you and let your full body and mind acknowledge it will help in retraining your brain to do all of that. Meditation is an opportunity for you to take stock in your body. How is it feeling? It may just be an opportunity for you to be grateful for your body and express that on how it is working for you and moving you forward to the life that you want to live. Now, thank you so much for listening to me about this gratitude. Again, it is something that is very important to me. It is something that I practice all year round. One of my simplest practices with gratitude is just at night, I reflect on the day. And as I said earlier, what was my favorite part of the day? What is something that, I, that really brought me that joy? What am I thankful for? And I do that before I go to sleep So that I have the positive thoughts in my mind before I drift off. It's a great way to end the night because it helps me start the next day a little bit easier. Well, thank you everyone for listening in today. I do hope that everyone is in this holiday season enjoying themselves and finding the joy Before I sign off, I do want to say thank you to everyone. Thank you to all of my listeners. Thank you to all of my guests that have helped me on this journey to finding myself, to healing myself, and to creating a life that I want to live. Finding that joy in the journey and finding out who I really am. I'm going to sign off for today. Thank you to everyone. I'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening to Finding Myself. If you like what you heard, please leave a review. If you have a question or a suggestion, feel free to email me at findingmyselfpodcast at gmail.com. I also invite you to be part of our Finding Myself community on Facebook. There you will have access to more resources, more suggestions, more information, and the opportunity to be part of discussions. Please meet us back here next time.